morning, listeners. Thank you for tuning in today. It's your boy, Mason Taylor, a.k.a. Deep Moisture Vaseline. Hey, guys, it's Alex Wu, a.k.a. Two Cups of Coffee. And thank you for tuning in to our ninth episode of Where's Where's the the Action? action? (laughs) All right, so um, we've had about 15 hours of technical difficulty (laughs) today. Not sure why. Um, Dang, look look at your sound waves. They're off the charts. Or is that me? No, that's me. That's you. I'm... Okay. You're a top? You're a top and I'm a bottom? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Let's just get let's just get this show on the road. Oh, gosh. Uh, all right. Let's move into full disclosure. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. So this week, it was our first time watching a movie together. Usually, we watch it separately in our own domiciles. But today, I said, hey, uh, you up? And he said, yeah, I'm up. And, he's, and I said... <laughs> pull through so he pulled through as the kids say and we uh watched rise of the planet of the apes together um yeah anything uh you want to say about that or not really not really i mean it was just us watching the movie together okay you make it sound like it was not special (laughs) what are you looking at i I was adjusting my bracelet oh okay that's fine (laughs) Um, all right so now you have a a <laughs> Second disclosure. So last week, our episode, um, I mentioned that I was going to bring fried rice to Mason, and I accidentally forgot it. And <laughs> and this week, as well, I forgot the fried rice. Or no, no, no. no I, you for, brought I, the fried I brought rice. the fried rice. My bad. I brought the fried rice, but then I also forgot the cream puffs I was supposed to bring to Mason. <laughs> So I was also supposed to bring the cream puffs last week, but I forgot. Those. And because he did so, this is our last episode. I've decided to leave the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> not actually, not actually. Um, yeah, so there's that. I didn't have a cream puff. I'm very hungry. Uh, <laughs> hangry. Hangry. Uh, uh, okay, so the next one is uh, me and your my co-host, Allie. We decided to spend the night at the podcast HQ. Um, we got, well, I got a little bit of sleep. <laughs> the sunlight was pilfering through the, the windshield. What do you call that? Not a windshield. Uh, 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 window blinds. Yeah, window yeah. blinds. Window shades, yeah. Uh, so it woke me up at like 9, which was way too early. <laughs> uh, we stayed up. I'm not going to say what we were doing. Well, I mean, we only stayed up until around 1. Yeah. That's that was not bad. bad. We were just scrolling TikTok, uh, <laughs> TikTok thoughts, as the kids call them. <laughs> um, oh wait, we didn't even. Oh wait, no, just kidding, just kidding. I'm going again. Oh wait, what? All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, you can okay, say. Okay, and then one. the last disclosure. Um, so my name today is Two Cups of Coffee, because <laughs> Mason um, brought me um, a, a, a bottle of coffee. Why not? Co- Turvis of coffee and he put two cups of coffee instead of one cup so now i got all jittery <laughs> right before the, you, the you podcast you can definitely tell <laughs> but listen i i couldn't make just one because one looked sad and wimpy in that big cup so i had to fill her up you know what i mean gosh it's a lot of coffee and i'm pretty much almost done with the cup he now. chugged it as soon as i brought it in <laughs> Um, okay, that's the end of the full disclosure segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, now let's move on to our sponsors for today. So this first one, he is very near and dear to our hearts. His name is... What do you, why are you shaking your head? 
I I just did... are we not? Go, doing go ahead, this? go ahead. Are we no, not no, doing no, this? No, one? it's fine. It's fine. It's, just, it's so funny. <laughs> all right. So uh, as all of you know, there's this YouTuber uh, named uh, Badlands Chuck. Did... He has millions of views. I didn't even know about this guy. I didn't know either. But <laughs> his name is Badlands Chugs. He's a friend of ours for many many minutes. Um, <laughs> and he his whole channel is basically him chugging inappropriate amounts of anything so he's chugged coffee creamer and sriracha and you know a whole two liter diet coke and he has like burp gasms and stuff it's pretty amazing what he's been able to accomplish for the past eight years he's been on youtube um so definitely go check out our boy <laughs> go check out our boy badlands chugs we're giving him a plug today so <laughs> plug for the chug baby I was I was in meetings um the other night and Mason and our f- other friend Julian uh, were watching videos in the living room and I was doing my meetings in the living room and I was like what are you guys watching that's making you guys laugh so much? <laughs> it's literally amazing. It'll bring you it'll bring you uh, tears to your eyes how how much you uh, enjoy it. <laughs> All right, so on to our second sponsor. Uh, this this was also a person very near and dear to our heart. Um, we decided to do this movie actually because of this person. I'm of t- why are you shaking your head again? What do you mean? <laughs> you put this sponsor in, and I'm just like, uh, it's all right. This sponsor is the <laughs> I did I, I just TikTok. thought of it. I just thought I saw it, and I was like, okay, just you know, you can just do it. It's fine. I haven't even seen the video. I'll be honest with oh, you. Oh really? No, oh, I haven't. I saw it. <laughs> okay, so maybe you should talk about it. No. Okay, fine. This, is, this, <laughs> this next sponsor is the Gorilla Glue TikTok girl. Okay? Um, that's why we did Planet of the Apes. <laughs> We're keeping with the, the theme of, of primates. Um, so, yeah, that's all. I haven't even seen the video. Is it cool? It's, it's kind of funny, but also very sad. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Is I, it, like, cringe? Yeah, sad, or is it, it is kind of cringe. Oh. Um, I'd say more a lot cringe than kind of cringe. It's actually a lot of cringe. Yikes. All right, go look it up. We'll post it on our Insta. Mm. Maybe not. We're not going to give her a plug. Maybe she's not a sponsor after all. Okay, so in our third sponsor, um, it is Keebler Fudge Stripe Cookies and then also Coconut Dream Cookies. Um, and these were actually gifted by Mason's mother, Pujol Vic, <laughs> as we call her. Shout out to Pujol Vic. <laughs> Um, Go hit her up on Facebook. And so she actually sent these cookies because she listened to our Django um, podcast, and we talked about cookies, right? Was it Django? Or no, it was. It was probably something. I don't oh know. no, yeah, it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't Django. It was another podcast of ours. I forget. Yeah, but anyway, um, that was the fan question for the day. Is so, what was our favorite cookie? Mm-hmm. And so uh, Alex mentioned Keebler Fudge Stripes, yeah. and I mentioned Samoas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Pujovic could not get access to Girl Scout cookie Samoas, <laughs> so she got the next best thing, which was Coconut Dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the Keebler version. And I would like to say on air, I think they are comparable I to they're Samoas. Still, they're pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was surprised. They're very comparable. They're a little smaller, but they're less... Uh, the consistency might be a little better. There's more of a crunch, not a chew, you know what I mean? They're supposed to be chewy. I don't know. Samoas were chewy. I thought they had a slight crunch. Uh, I mean, they do, but not as... Sl- okay, Coconut Dreams are more crunchy. <laughs> okay. 
so I don't know if you like that kind of thing. That's that would be the only comparison. But yeah, they're very comparable to each other. I I quite enjoyed them. Hmm. Nice. Okay, talk about our last one if you want to. <laughs> I don't think we should. Okay. <laughs> wow, we'll, what a great what we'll, great we'll, podcast. We'll, <laughs> we'll mention the last one as we talk about the movie. Right. Uh, <laughs> Dang, what movie was this again? <laughs> We've been, we, it's been so much time on this technical difficulties. Oh my gosh. Our brain power is like limited right now. And I'm like super high on coffee right now. Yeah, he's so. high. <laughs> I'm drunk. It's a great time. I'm all lubed up. <laughs> um, I'm shaking, literally bouncing off the walls right now. Yeah, I have to like move the microphone around towards him because he just keeps moving around. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get. You want to get into this movie? Yeah, let's, let's get into the movie. Let's dive so, right in. This so the movie we're talking about today, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, is a quasi reboot to the old. I think it was like 1968 was when the original came out, Planet of the Apes. Um, but you know they've had like several through the years, but like this is like the the newest reboot of the franchise. Um, I think it is a good way to modernize a franchise because um, it brings in like science and just a whole bunch of like modern day stuff. Um, so yeah, so we can get right into it. So it opens with James Franco, aka Dennis Rodman. Was that? Yep. De- no, not Dennis Rodman. Fran- Will Rodman. Will Will Rodman. <laughs> Forgetting. Dennis Rodman, Chicago Bulls. Yeah, yeah, he's a great actor, by the way. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he is working at this company called Genesis, right? Mm-hmm. And in this company, they try to make cures for certain diseases, you know, as a as a medical company does. Um, and the particular cure uh, James Franco is working on is for Alzheimer's, which his dad happens to have. So that's his main motivation for the. For the movie, basically, um, and so they're working on this this new serum. It's called ALZ one one two, right? Is that yep. correct? One twelve. Um, yeah, one twelve. Okay. Well, same thing. Um, <laughs> well, that's how they say it in the movie. One twelve. One twelve. Oh, yeah, true, true. Okay. So they are working on this cure, and they are experimenting with this cure on monkeys. Well, not monkeys. I guess apes. Right? Or, Is there a difference? I, I don't know they the difference. Consider chimpanzees. Mm, maybe i don't know i don't i we didn't do our research for this yeah so let's just say let's just say apes because that's in the title of the movie okay Okay, so basically they're doing these experiments and uh dr rodman he gets close with some of the apes they have names too one of them is bright eyes who is becomes very important in this movie Um, so it starts out where uh, Rodman is ha- in this board meeting. He's trying to persuade these investors to invest in this new drug that will cure Alzheimer's. And so this is a, a big opportunity. It's a big meeting. And um, so I, why I'm, I was a little confused why they were trying to get Bright Eyes out. Like, were they just going to show the board members what she could no, do? With I, the... think, I think they were trying to give her like another some treatment or something else. But they needed to use use her for something like an ex- I think it was like another test or something like that. Yeah. So uh, basically, the other lab technicians were trying to get bright mm-hmm. eyes out of her. Right. Right. Her. Uh, I wouldn't call it a cell because you know they live nice. It's like a it's like holding a, room. It's like know? a clear boxy cubicle. Yeah, cubicle. That's a good word. Yeah. yeah but 
What he's but, making the gestures right now as if you can it, see it. it was like, <laughs> but they were just in a box. He's still box. doing it. He's still doing the box. He's making <laughs> he's making a box with his hands. Uh, but yeah, I think a cubicle is a great word. A clear cubicle. Um, yeah. But I mean, he. It's not like they're in you know bad conditions. You know, they the technicians take care of them, and mm-hmm. so um, bright eyes eventually gets mad at something, right? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. oh, well, it, it's well, revealed later. Yeah, they're, they're trying to take her out, and with that, um, what is that tool? I don't know. The the long stick where you wrap it around the neck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know what you call that. Uh, I, I say a whole, stick with net hole on end. That's that's the official okay. name of it. <laughs> yeah, so they were trying to take, the, take Bright Eyes out, and she was going crazy because it seemed like they were forcing her out, but... Um, eventually, uh, Bright Eyes um, es- escapes uh, because of just like anger, uh, being aggravated by the technicians, and so she's out of her cell now, and she goes wonkers and starts running all over the place, um, hitting people like in her sight. So she's kind of jumping around, um, breaking glass, lots of glass. Oh yeah, lots of glass broken. <laughs> She just went full on bananas. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's pretty much taking a round trip all over the lab and eventually breaks through the glass that uh, our doctor, um, Will Rodman, was doing his presentation and just basically plops onto the table. <laughs> plops. <laughs> onto I mean, the table really is, yeah. around the investors. Um, and eventually one of the security guards just... Straight up shoots. I mean, um, he opens eye. fire on exactly. On, yeah, um, and so now we have a a dead ape on top of the table while they're presenting. Yeah, to it doesn't exactly look good for the investors too, yeah. because they assume that the the drug made this ape go crazy, mm-hmm. which it is not the case because it is revealed that Bright Eyes was actually pregnant. Mm-hmm. Well, she wasn't pregnant; she already had her baby, right? And she was hiding this baby in the see-through cubicle mm-hmm. which how did she give birth and they didn't notice i don't know like they had i mean she was there for how many years and they a while yeah they never knew <sighs> plot hole plot hole anyway um so the baby so the program is basically shut down mm-hmm. you know uh rodman's boss i don't know his name jacobs don't... jacobs oh no that's the person he was working with so that is the boss well, wasn't he was like the business person of the the whole operation? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, I mean, he's still Rodman's boss. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, "Yeah, I'm shutting you down," and then Rodman was like, "Dang," <laughs> <laughs> and so you know he's all mopey, and he find when he goes back to the the cubicle, mm-hmm. he finds the baby monkey that or ape, excuse me, that Bright Eyes gave birth to, and so. I don't know where the name Caesar came from. It just kind of happened like that, but his name is Caesar now. Um, Caesar salad. Caesar salad is what we call him in the notes. Um, mm, and so Caesar. Caesar. <laughs> interesting name. But. Yeah, it is an interesting. Yeah. I think it's meant to evoke like Julius Caesar mm-hmm. or um, what's the other one? Roman? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, there's Julius Caesar, and then there's. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> hmm. um, so anyway, so he 
so Rodman takes Caesar home with him. Mm-hmm. He wants a little love buddy, and um, he he starts to notice some strange behavior. Uh, side note: Rodman lives with his dad, who has Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. uh, or I guess his dad lives with him. I don't know the one of the two one of the two yeah yeah and so you know the dad uh, uh, takes a liking to them to the ape mm-hmm. um and it, it does a lot of skipping around because all of a sudden it, it just says three years later and here we have caesar parkouring around the house <laughs> and the nar- the narration is talking about how uh his caesar's iq is through the roof mm-hmm. um and this is an obvious way to lean into the fact that he is a a hybrid ape, which means that he has like powers from his mother Bright Eyes because she was injected with so much of the ALZ one twelve serum. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was genetically passed down um, from what the movie said, um, and so now we see Caesar, who's like we said, he's now doing parkour moves around the house. So now he's jumping around the house. He's like hanging from stuff. He has his little space in the attic um, that he gets to look outside the window which is uh, something that comes down the road. Um, <clears throat> and he also gets to play chess. <laughs> um, and while he's growing up, uh, he learns sign language as well, right? Yes, that's his. That's like the main thing that the movie wants you to remember. Mm-hmm. And so now he's growing up with Franco. Um... <laughs> Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rodman. Uh, and... Further next uh, into the movie, um, as we were talking about, they use the 112 serum um, to find a cure for Alzheimer. And so Rodman actually steals a couple of the vials from the lab and uses one on his father. And after the father takes uh, one shot of it, the next morning he is a brand new man. He's back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So he, the whole thing is like, he used to be a music teacher. Mm -hmm. And the first scene with him is he's trying to play the piano, but he can't remember how. But then once he takes the serum, he wakes up and he plays a full Beethoven's Mm -hmm. freaking symphony. You know what I mean? Um, So yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing. So now they, now uh, Rodman knows that the serum works. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of shows, the movie shows like Caesar growing up, um, he goes to the Redwood Forest with Rodman and his new uh, vet GF. I don't, mm-hmm. What's her name? Frida Kahlo or something? I don't is it the remember. actress's name or is it the... I don't remember the actress. I don't know. Frida Kahlo. We'll just call her Frida Kahlo. Okay, just say vet. Vet. Vet GF. Miss Miss Rodman. <laughs> oh, no, well, she's not married yet. Are so. they not married? Not until... Oh, hey, spoilers. spoilers. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, they don't. I don't think they. They, they never get, show it. They don't get married because remember the the video was like no ring. Oh yeah, true, <laughs> true, true. Okay, Rodman's missing out on this. Um, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Caesar is you know he's in the redwood forest in because this movie takes place in San Francisco, and he just kind of swings around and that's his way of connecting with nature because before that he was you know he was raised in a lab or. Uh, uh, Rodman's house so he hasn't really gotten a lot of exposure to what an ape should you know outside and whatnot uh, he eventually gets clothes that's pretty cool he gets a, he, I told Alex when we were watching the movie I was like dang he has a better drip than me <laughs> he, he had this like look, look like a freaking uh, Ralph Lauren uh, polo shirt on and the 
some blue pants. Blue jeans. Blue it looked jeans. like, yeah. He's yeah. living the life. He looked good. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's pretty big at this point. I mean, he's almost human size. Exactly. Yeah. Because he's, what, eight years old now? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, basically, um, he's playing around in the Redwood Forest. And on one of these trips, he sees a family with a dog. And the yeah. dog starts barking at Caesar. And Caesar starts barking back. And, you know, he's kind of, he, he gets pissed. And then he, you know, Rodman's like, all right, let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. And so he gets in the car and um, Caesar signs to Rodman. He said, you know, what is Caesar? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really cool moment because now Caesar's kind of like thinking about, you know, where does he fit in the food chain? You know, is he a pet? <laughs> is he a son? You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't really know. And he his IQ is so high, he's starting to gain more sentience than he used to Mm -hmm. yeah and i think i think he asked him like what uh mr rodman was Mm -hmm. i think and he was like i'm your father (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah he's darth vader actually (laughs) yeah that was the after credit scene (laughs) and so but yeah so the next scene they get back to the house and i know you like this scene so i'll let you talk about it yeah and so they're back to the house. They're back to regular living. Um, and then where... So so throughout the movie, um, it is now known that the the serum that the, the father used um, has eventually worn off. And he's getting his Alzheimer's back. Um, and so it cuts to a scene where now the father is now um, walking outside and... Walks into a random car that is running. <laughs> uh, running, door wide open. Yeah, door it's a Mustang, wide, by the way. Yeah, door wide open. He just jumps on on in, and he like tries to start driving it. So it's like a, he's like going back and forth, hitting the two cars that <laughs> that is parallel parked in front of him and behind him. So he's going back and forth, and then uh, the the person's car, so the neighbor. Um, comes out and starts shouting at him at him and he's like what are you doing like that's my car um and he like grabs him out of the car and they're arguing and then caesar on the uh he's he's in the house and he looks out his window and he's like he's like hey he's beating up my boy mr <laughs> charles <laughs> or not beating him up just aggravating him um and so caesar uh actually runs out and it, it's like it builds up and it just cuts to where Caesar just straight up jumps onto the neighbor and starts like beating him up. <laughs> uh, and so we have this we have this ape beating this human out in public. And so um, they're going at it. Uh, the human tries running away, and Caesar is ape. So he like climbs up a tree and then also drops back down on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was this cool. is like a Randy Orton body slam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, the neighbor somehow finds a trash can lid and just whacks them. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so things settle down. And then um, th- now there's like this whole crowd that like, oh, we actually missed a very good point. The uh, Caesar actually bites off the the neighbor's finger off (laughs) Mm. (laughs) um and so that was like one of the uh bigger um scenes there but now like the neighbors are all around them and just like looking at caesar and like 
like what is this ape doing here in our neighborhood exactly yeah this is definitely a turning point in the movie because Mm -hmm. now it shows that caesar is not content with kind of who what he's been to Mm -hmm. people in general um i think he does want some type of uh ape friendship you know what i mean i think he's just tired of being around people Mm -hmm. and um but it, it also shows that he's very protective of uh, the Rodmans, too. Yeah. So he still has that loyalty to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And so after this, obviously, animal control is called. And he gets taken to this ape sanctuary, um, which is very... Uh, it's run by this old guy and his son. The son happens to be Draco Malfoy. So we have a very interesting crossover here with the Aripa universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I actually had no clue it was Malfoy. You didn't think? No. I mean, wow. I've all, I, I don't when know. I, when I saw the face, I was like, wow, Malfoy's in this? He look, they look nothing alike. That's him, yeah. Okay, him. anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Malfoy basically acts as, like, the guard. <laughs> his real, it, does his, his name, name actually matter? His name is Tom in the movie, but we just keep, like, in our notes, we just say Malfoy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Malfoy. You guys know who it is, so, like, yeah. Um, just the imagery on that. But, yeah, so Malfoy is the guard of the apes. And now Caesar is one of the other apes. How many apes do you... I mean, there's got to be at least 100. 100? Yeah. Not in that little... All right, 99. <laughs> no, I. there's definitely at least like... 80? No. Like, okay. What What I thought from the... What I can see like through the... Like how many cages they have, I think there's roughly about like 50. Okay. All right. right. We'll do... We'll meet in the middle 75. Okay. All right. Sure. It's probably 50, but <laughs> I just want to be right. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, basically, Caesar is stuck in the in these cages, which is a, a – it's interesting to note that it's a vast difference from the, the clear cubicles that the other – that the lab was keeping the apes in. And so, um, so yeah. Uh, where does it go from here? I think – Well, it develops where um, – it develops where Caesar is now in this – new uh, environment 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 yeah Yeah. and so he gets accustomed to the other apes um the other apes do like kind of pick on him and beat him up Mm -hmm. um the first time they're out together in this environment but um he does establish himself as the supreme leader of the apes because Um, he has clothes on Yeah, yeah. Cause... I mean, if you walked up to a bunch of <laughs> naked people, wouldn't you feel superior too? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So so Caesar now is now the supreme leader after <laughs> supreme leader <laughs> after 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 I would say I don't I I think he um doesn't he like fight back? Yeah. Too? He so he fights in back. this sanctuary mm-hmm. they have this little playground. Yeah. And in the playground, there's like this big tree in the middle with a bunch of swings on it and stuff. Um, and it happens to lead directly to this like glass domed roof, which plays an important part later. But um, so yeah, basically there's the, a fight between Caesar and we don't even know the other ape's name. We know he has less hair than the other ones. We'll call him like Mister Clean or something. Well, he had he had pretty big biceps. They all had big biceps though. But he, I remember being jealous the whole movie. He was very like like I could see like oh this guy's much more bulky. Really? I thought so, yeah. Nah, what? C- compared to Caesar? Yeah, I thought he was much Okay, maybe maybe he's been lifting than... weights in prison. I think he was much buffer than Caesar. Well, he's probably been in prison for a long time. Yeah. So he knows his way around the yeah, block. Yeah, exactly. 
be lifting on that tire swing and lifting other monkeys up mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, so we don't even know that one's name, but he's he actually is pretty important, right? I mean, he's um, semi... he, he's he's just like kind of like the other leader. Oh, yeah, his he... name is Rocket. Rocket? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rocket Mortgage is <laughs> is this monkey or ape's name? Um, so yeah, Rock, Rocket and Caesar had like this kind of falling out at first, mm-hmm. but then Caesar kind of showed his dominance, and mm-hmm. so that's when he became the leader. Exactly. Yeah. Um, in addition, he also makes friends with another one named Maurice. Oh, my boy, Maurice. Your favorite. He's an orange tan. What you, orangutan. Or, orangutan. Orange tan. <laughs> orangutan, yeah. He's um, he's like the wise one. Right. And he also knows sign language. Was that's, that's how he communicates with Caesar. Mm-hmm. The reason he knows sign language is because he was a circus orangutan, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but Maurice is definitely the best character in this movie. I'll mm-hmm. go ahead and say it. And then there's also a silverback gorilla. So he's like he's kept separately from the other apes. He's in he's actually in the playroom area. Um, that's where he's kept mm-hmm. while the apes are kept separately. So he also comes into play later. So those are kind of the four main primates in this movie. Um, none, none of the other ones have names really. They're just kind of there. They're ape one, ape two, ape, ape one. Three. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So basically, now it switches back to Rodman, who is without his son, I guess Caesar, mm-hmm. um, because obviously he can't get him out of there because it's a court order that he has to stay in there. Mm-hmm. And so Rodman is now testing a new ape on a new version of the Alzheimer's serum. Mm-hmm. Am I? Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. And so, and so the new ape's name is Coda. Coda, which we thought was Qdoba. You thought it was Qdoba. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Colby or Colby Jack. <laughs> so to sum it up, nobody knew what it was. Yeah. Um, his name is Coda. Yeah. So he's oh kinda... Koba Koba. My bad. Oh, it was K O B A Kobe. Koba Koba. Got it. Kobe. Kobe, Kobe, <laughs> Koba Bryant. So Koba is this new ape. He's blind in one eye. Um, nothing really else. He's seen some stuff. That's all we know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So basically, it switches back to that. Um, they're doing more tests on him because the program is back up and running. And so uh, Franco eventually, Rodman, excuse me, takes back a few more of the new. He takes back the new stuff, right? The 113? 113. Yeah, he takes it back mm-hmm. to his house and puts it in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess he's going to test that on his dad, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean... His dad's literally a test dummy. Right? I, I would say, he's yeah. He's a guinea pig. Because, like, why why else would he take it back? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, Franco is... Rodman is now test, <laughs> testing on Coda. Koba. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, and with Koba's development, we get to see that Koba is actually very smart. Um, he passes the, uh, what is it called? The tower the test. Check? The <laughs> The Lucas Tower experiment. So he gets a perfect score on that. Um, and then he also is able to write with his fingers. Um, he... Um, he spells out Jacobs, mm, yeah, which is Rodman's boss, right? Right. Yeah. And so Jacobs is now like, we have to do more testing, um, <laughs> and Rodman's like, we can't just jump into it. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta like learn more about the data. Yeah. Uh, like 
what what else what are the side effects blah 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 um and so yeah that is the new and improved um experiment that's going on uh for the movie and so it eventually goes back to caesar um in his uh animal control area animal what is it animal yeah animal, it's yeah. like an ape sanctuary yeah yeah um and so now caesar is plotting for his escape um and so he actually has a scene where he like memorizes the security code that um allows him to like explore the area more and so he uses that to actually eventually goes on top of the building and he is able to like go outside and get his fresh air <laughs> get <laughs> but, a smoke break yeah but also he uses that to escape um escape the sanctuary um and actually goes back to the lab and oh no he doesn't go back to the lab he goes back to rodman's house mm-hmm. to steal um the 113 vials uh, which is kind How did of he know they were there he i don't know i he's smart <laughs> okay <laughs> um so yeah he, he eventually gets those vials and brings them back to uh the ape center and oh and then we're actually missing like one of the parts where what he does with the vials is like he cuts them and like lets the the vials like spread out and like spray into the air yeah it looks like tear gas kind of Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like from here like the way how he gets like a knife is uh malfoy like brings friends to the to the center a great way to spend it and and like one of his friends is like trying to test caesar with like a beer he's like hey you want some (laughs) caesar's like yeah yeah but caesar um is very smart and actually is able to like grab a hold of the bottle opener which is also a pocket knife oh how um, convenient yeah i know <laughs> and so that's the way how he's able to spread the vials into the area um, and so now all the other apes are super smart <laughs> yeah and mm-hmm. so then you know if you're in prison you want to get out yeah especially now that you're you know your iq is through the roof mm-hmm. so there's a there's a, you know a little bit of an exchange between Rodman. He's like, oh, I want my Caesar back. Mm-hmm. And Caesar chooses not to go. Exactly. Uh, so that, that also shows some more development between Caesar and Rodman. And Caesar wants to be independent from him um, and be his own person, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's interesting too. But it's also interesting to see how Caesar kind of uh, takes control of this. It, it shows that he's a natural leader. I mean, obviously, he's smarter than all the other ones, but he takes uh, cookies, and he gives everyone a cookie. And <laughs> and the expression is, if you give an ape a cookie, he'll, you know, be loyal <laughs> for the rest of his life. Um, and so, yeah. So now, uh, Caesar is trying to escape the ape prison, we're going to call it, mm-hmm. uh, but not if Malfoy can help it, because he has this... <laughs> I guess it's a taser. It's a long neck taser. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like a baton. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he starts swinging that around at Caesar. And, you know, they're eventually, the two of them are in the playroom with the tall tree. And, uh, you know, he's swinging it. And then he, and then Caesar grabs Malfoy's hand with the taser in it. Mm-hmm. And, and what is the line before? What does Malfoy say to Caesar? He's, he's like calling him. He's like, oh, you're like, 
you're a piece of blank and <laughs> like you're so like dumb like go back um, yeah he says yeah. go back to your cage yeah go back and to then your cage. caesar says yes you heard me correctly says no <laughs> This might be the best scene in the movie, I'll be honest. Like, like he says a word. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, this ape is now speaking. Now, granted, it's only one word, but that's, I mean, once he's learned that, I mean, the sky's the limit. Um, he'll be, you know, speaking other languages. Um, what are you laughing <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of the clubhouse thing. The clubhouse thing from last night, the Kool Aid Man. Oh yeah! <laughs> I was like, oh, one word, Kool Aid. Kool Aid Man and Caesar are the same person, <clears throat> confirmed. <laughs> um, very, very briefly. Um, so we're we're on this app, Clubhouse, and one of the one of the rooms we were we were listening into was Gary V and Kool Aid Man. <laughs> yeah, you, we, <laughs> obviously Kool Aid Man says oh yeah just literally just that and then gary v was just asking questions but the question would have to be the answer with oh yeah Uh, so i guess that was uh an acid flashback of the events before anyway focus 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 Focus. (laughs) all right so uh so you know obviously malfoy's kind of freaked out that caesar's actually talking now Mm -hmm. and um he eventually makes his way back to the ape part of the sanctuary with all the cages, and he holds up the baton, the electric baton. He's like, come here, you little monkey, or, you know, whatever he says. And he's holding it on, so the power's on on the, on the taser switch. And uh, Caesar picks up a, a water hose, mm-hmm. and instead of Malfoy turning the taser off... <laughs> He just kind of keeps it on as the hose is being pointed to him. And so Caesar, you know, lets him have it with a whole bunch of water. He sprays him. And he, Malfoy gets shocked to death. Mm-hmm. So now Caesar has blood on his hands. Uh, and so I think this is another turning point with his character. Because even when he does kill Malfoy, there is definitely a look on his face that says, you know, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. There is remorse to it. So he's not completely removed, and he's not too far gone yet. Um, so that is very important. Uh, so that was that. This is the turning point in the movie, I would say. Right. Uh, because now, once the apes escape this lab, uh, the great ape escape of O Eleven, they <laughs> they go to the uh, Genesis lab. Right. And you know they start going ape, you know, and, <laughs> and uh, they you know they start tearing stuff up again with the glass. They keep you know breaking everything yeah um they are attacking this place because i i think just because well caesar's like oh let's wreck havoc and let's go back to the place that his mom died that's right yeah, yeah that's his, what okay. i would assume yeah I, that um, makes sense his mom died like, there so because like oh or maybe he just got a sense like oh be, well actually because um maybe because he knew that like when rodman told him like oh this is where i work Maybe he made a connection, like to come back and get revenge on Rodman, or just like in that lab. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I think I think the main thing is his mom, though. I mm-hmm. think that would be the main motivation for that. So yeah, they they just you know beat people up and completely destroy everything, classic ape fashion. Yeah, and so they they storm back to the lab, tear that up, and then they're actually going into the city, where they're just like tearing up the city. 
um, running all over the place. Oh, and it, <laughs> one of the scenes is uh, they're running through the neighborhood, and like you get a couple of leaves falling down, and then you see all the apes running across the trees on the top. Yeah, they're and, just like, swinging. Yeah, and like so many leaves come down, and it's just like, oh, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's very ominous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, so they eventually get to the city, um, and like I said, they're tearing up. The, the city and then it goes to the scene where one of the animal control guys that was just like in the area finds like a just this one straight ape by himself <laughs> they're running around and he captures him so he shoots his like his like uh net thingy um and captures him and throws him in the trunk of his car but you can tell something's off you can tell this ape was kind of like bait yeah. almost um and then and then so when the when the animal control guy is like about to leave um a uh uh, the the apes that were like all storming the city are actually on top of this one building and then they throw a spear onto the car which is pretty cool i was like ooh, something's about to happen um and so a spear comes out into the car and then one of the apes uh is able to save the ape that was in the trunk um that got captured and then it goes back to all the apes that were just like looking above and then they just start chucking spears <laughs> <laughs> to that police car or not police car um, animal control car uh, which I th- is i don't think that's a good strategy though yeah because like they, it's a one-time use weapon once uh, you throw that spear you got to go all the way back down the building <laughs> and then go get it so why would they all throw it at this one car <laughs> i don't know i don't know but, i mean it was cool to see it was yeah, definitely cool to definitely see. Was. just all these apes asserting their dominance over the city mm-hmm. um that was cool. Yeah. And then, so it cuts to Maurice and Silverback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maurice being the orangutan and Silverback being the gorilla. They're just standing in the street. I, I likened it to uh, Captain America and Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, these two are like the squad, you know? Yeah. Um, and so these cop cars are slowly approaching them on the street. <laughs> and so Maurice grabs this manhole cover, and he decides to play Frisbee. <laughs> with these cops and so he does a freaking captain america shield throw Mm -hmm. at the cop car and it goes into the windshield and obviously you know they're just swirling like you know they're swerving around Mm -hmm. and stuff uh, losing control they're probably dead i don't know and then another cop car comes behind and this is when the silverback grabs a lamppost throws the entire (laughs) lamppost at the cop car into the windshield and and you know how like cars like when they get hit they go like they, oh yeah they like flip forward they flip forward mm-hmm. they flip forward that's exactly what this cop car did so yeah. this was a really cool uh scene i liked it a lot yeah and so that was part of their their city wreckage and so after the city I think, so i think all that was just trying to prove a point like the, like the whole eight brigade cannot be tamed i think that's what their mm. ultimate yeah thing was yeah probably see that as well yeah so they're heading somewhere and it's not clear mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. so rodman is now chasing the apes in his car with his uh, gf slash wife whatever you want to call her <laughs> frida Kahlo, and she is now or they are now going towards the golden gate bridge mm-hmm. because rodman's like i know where he's going <laughs> <laughs> and so and so they're going towards the golden gate bridge where guess who's there the apes mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, so everyone is kind of stuck in traffic. There are hundreds of cars on this bridge, classic San Francisco, and mm-hmm. um, they're all stopped. And then all of a sudden, these apes come stampeding through. Uh, really interesting to see, really cool apes climbing on top of the cars and stuff. Um, so, yeah. 
Yeah, and so they're they're making their way across the bridge, um, and uh, while they're making their way across the bridge, the police are on the other end of the bridge, and they're like forming a roadblock. So they're like getting ready for the the whole stampede of apes coming down. Um, and so while this is happening, the um, the apes like I think I don't I'm not sure if Caesar told them to like change their route, mm-hmm. but he did. Um, okay, so like the apes like. Since they were, they're getting a feeling that something's gonna happen. They actually like start changing their route. As in, some apes are now climbing on top of the bridge and like walking on the like the wire, the wire lines. Yeah. Yep. And then some of the apes are going from from below, and they're like doing the monkey bar thing, <laughs> <laughs> literally on the bridge um, from under the bridge, including Maurice. By the way, just yeah, had to, Maurice just had to throw Maurice in mm-hmm. there, mm. and so. While they're making the way down, um, eventually, fog just somehow <laughs> fog is just now coming out of the area um, and like blocking the view of the cops that had the roadblock. And so the the apes that were still on foot, just on the bridge, eventually um, flips a bus over. And they start pushing it. <laughs> this is like, it's like, what, six apes, you say? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a handful. Six, yeah. Um, and now they're pushing a bus to the to the roadblock. And now the cops are like, all right, something's coming at us. Uh, turn off your safety. Uh, we're about to go to war. <laughs> <laughs> something's wrong. I can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it goes to, like, I think Caesar, like, it cuts where Caesar's like. This is the, this is probably the best yeah. entrance. Caesar comes out of the fog and he's riding on a horse <laughs> <laughs> with a gun strapped to. Yeah, so so like it's so cool. There are a couple of policemen that were on horses like beating them up, but um, eventually uh, the apes get a hold of one of the horse and it'd be Caesar, and he's storming in into the into the blockade, and that's when all the other apes. So like we mentioned. The apes from above and below mm-hmm. start surprise attacking all the the policemen, and that's when they go to war and they start beating up the policemen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is real. So in this part, uh, we also get to see Caesar's uh, his not not rem- but the remember the look that he gave when he killed Malfoy. Mm-hmm. He he kind of looks back on that, and he uses that experience to reflect on what he does in this battle mm-hmm. so in this kind of war between the police and the apes mm-hmm. um the apes are obviously going you know ham on these police you know slinging them around uh one cop is thrown off the bridge oh yeah by the silverback the silverback <laughs> is op in this he really is he, he's like a mini king kong or something <laughs> um but yeah so he actually the silverback speaking of him he takes he grabs one of the uh police officers off a horse slams him on the ground and is getting ready to do a final like blow to the face mm-hmm. and caesar says his one word he knows in english no <laughs> <laughs> and silverback's like oh come on come on he man. really wanted to but yeah but the end this also shows how much the other apes respect caesar mm-hmm. and his leadership and so instead of slamming this guy's face the silverback just kind of breathes on this guy's face and gives him COVID or whatever <laughs> um definitely yeah but he was he, wearing a mask yeah he was he, he the was cop wearing was wearing one of those riot shield yeah. masks um so, that's, so he's he's safe but it, yeah he is safe he's well maybe i don't know <laughs> but he was definitely uh that was definitely a cool scene to watch just mm-hmm. to show their restraint 
because even though they are apes and you think they're very primitive, they have evolved in a way with this serum mm -hmm. that, you know, they're like, hey, maybe let's not kill. Let's just kind of beat them up until they're almost dead, you mm -hmm. know. And so this eventually, <coughs> there's just a whole lot of, you know, apes pulling cops off horses. And there are some ape casualties, too. Yes. You know, the uh -huh. cops do not have the no kill mentality mm -hmm. and they shoot plenty of apes. Um, but yeah, so this is a pretty good scene on the bridge. It's all happening in, a, in an enclosed space somewhat. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very chaotic, but it's very cool at the same time. Uh, and so eventually a helicopter rolls up mm -hmm. uh, with there's a pilot and there's a guy in the back with Jacobs, mm -hmm. uh, Rodman's boss. Um, and so, yeah, this is this is probably the climax of the movie. Um, yeah, and so we we got these people on the helicopter, one of them being Jacobs, and he's like, we have to kill the leader. And he was like, um, and one of the other people on the helicopter has like this big machine gun um, hosing down apes. <laughs> literally, yeah. Literally. I mean, it, literally, I mean, he's just... He's, he's going ham. <laughs> going ham. Going spider ham. Yeah. <laughs> Call back episode Ugh. four into the Spider Verse, uh, and so so this guy was hosing down apes, and then he was like, "Oh, we like that's the leader." Um, start shooting at him, and Caesar is now like dodging all the bullets, and eventually like gets into a cop car, and he finds a chain. And, oh, this is so cool, and he chucks it at the helicopter. <laughs> it knocks out the guy who was shooting at them, um, and, and Jacobs is also. Jacobs gets wrapped up in the chain, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that's right, that's right. Um, and so one of the other people in the helicopter, so he's like, oh, shoot, man down. And so he takes out his pistol and starts, like, just, like, shooting. While him. he's driving the helicopter, by the yeah. way. This guy's pretty cool. He doesn't get enough credit. <laughs> so he's, like, shooting with his pistol. And then we get a scene with Silverback. Uh, KK Jr., baby. Yeah, yeah. And so this is so cool. Like, so he's, like, running around dodging the bullets um, while he's getting shot at, but then he eventually leaps onto the helicopter, and does he like pull him out the helicopter? Or no, he, he just got he, he just, just like, kind of starts him? punching the pilot okay, 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 into that's submission. Right. Yeah, that's right, that's right. He starts punching him, and then eventually the the helicopter is like windingling down back onto the bridge. Yeah, it's just kind of like, careening. Yeah, yeah, you know, just kind of randomly flying. Mm -hmm. And so they go back onto the bridge. They kind of crash. Um, hanging on the edge now. <laughs> I'm on the edge. I'm holding. And so while they're while they're hanging off the edge, um, our boy Koba, hey. uh, Koba, the the one that was being exp experimented on with the 113, Koba shows up, and we see that Jacobs is the only guy left somehow <laughs> on the helicopter. He's like hanging on to I think like one of the seatbelts or something. Um, so he's like pretty much tipping off the the the, the, the bridge um, and like the helicopter is like its ledge uh, or like the feet is hanging on the ledge and we see Koba come up and he was like I think Jacobs was trying to talk to him saying like save me help me yeah yeah help me help me ape I experimented on too much <laughs> and Koba was like nah you ran an experiment on me I'm just gonna drop you and so he kicks the helicopter off well now hold on a minute before that he looks at Caesar for his approval. Oh, yeah. And Caesar gives the go-ahead to kill mm -hmm. this guy. That's another interesting point. And so, yeah, the helicopter falls. 
Bada bing, bada boom. Jacob is dead. <laughs> well, or maybe I don't know. I mean, if he could survive that helicopter like crashing, <laughs> I don't know. He could survive anything. Yeah. But yeah, so that was another turning point in this war. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically, after the helicopter, it's kind of like it zooms out on the Golden Gate Bridge, and it just shows a lot of like blown up cop cars and mm-hmm. you know fallen police, and like eventually the police just run away, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Rodman is also, he's been on this bridge with his <laughs> wife the whole time, but I don't he's know. playing catch up. He's yeah, catching he's playing, up to them. Yeah. So he definitely cares for Caesar. And I think that's one of the best parts that this movie accomplishes is showing the bonds between Rodman and Caesar and how Caesar's evolution uh, kind of affects their relationship. Um, and so, yeah, basically now all the apes just kind of like regroup and keep heading on into the Redwood Forest. And that kind of ends the the final the big shebang the whole the whole booty of this movie. I don't know why I said booty like pirates booty. Pirates booty. Yeah, like the whole treasure chest, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So anything else you got to say about the big Golden Gate Bridge scene? I mean, besides that, he caught up to Caesar, and then Caesar was like, "I'm going to the woods." Yeah. And then eventually, Rodman steals a cop car. And eventually drives to the woods. <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah. So that pretty much happens. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love this scene. I thought it was a great locale mm-hmm. for a final action scene. Right. Um, yeah, just like the bright colors of the red mixed with like the apes and stuff and the horses. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of good ape on police action. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was good. I liked it. I, I very much enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very memorable too. Like yeah. I'll, you, I'll always remember uh, King Kong Jr. doing a, a Dominic, Dominic Toretto <laughs> jump, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> into the into the helicopter. That's pretty cool. Like the the angle it shows, like King Kong's basically jumping right at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that it's an awesome shot. Yeah. I I very much enjoyed that. Um, so yeah. So now that Caesar is in the redwood forest with the apes, it kind of ends in a not in a. It's like there is closure, but it's like not what you would expect, you know. It's just kind of like now the apes are living freely among the redwoods, mm-hmm. and so Rodman eventually catches up to Caesar, and they have a little bro moment, you know, <laughs> father Rodman's, son moment or a father son moment, yeah. yeah, son daddy moment, and then Rodman's like, hey, uh, if you need anything, uh, let me know. I'll I'll take you home. I can protect you, mm-hmm. and then Caesar says. He says, Caesar is home. Mm-hmm. It was like an E.T. moment or something. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that was also interesting mm-hmm. to I see. I thought he said, I am home. Or he, he said, said Caesar. Caesar. I think he actually said Caesar's name. Uh, okay. I don't know if he knows the net correct nouns and all that uh, yet. Okay. He's learning. He's learning. Cut him yeah. some slack. <laughs> Give him a chance. He's a nice guy. <laughs> His vocab is expanding. It is. And I think in the uh, next two movies that mm-hmm. he's in, we'll see him talk fully which is would be interesting he's to gonna see. learn multiple languages yeah we'll <laughs> be speaking like wookie soon <laughs> um but yeah so honestly that scene was really good um it, it, because now rodman finally has closure of like you know what maybe he should just stay out here like he he comes to terms with that mm-hmm. you know um so yeah anything else you gotta say yeah i i mean i thought it was a it was a good ending um and we get to see well in the next couple movies i'm very eager to see what happens um because now they are separated uh and so now it's free apes versus 
mankind rest of the world yeah Yeah, mankind yeah. yeah so yeah that pretty much concludes the movie um should we jump into our favorite part yeah i'll let you go first okay so favorite part um i would say my favorite part was the uh the part when all the apes were Storming the city, and then where they throw the spears. Storm. Uh, oh. <laughs> they were throwing the spears um, at that animal control guy. Uh, I thought it was very cool. I don't know. It was just like, oh, they have weapons now. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're like even even more dangerous. And so throwing a spear could get very deadly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right about that. Um, yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Because like they can do so much with their just you know ripping stuff up with their hands and stuff, or right. punching and but once they have like guns and spears and stuff, it's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's an awesome scene. My favorite scene, probably Caesar's first word. Honestly, you can't get better than that as far as like because imagine watching it like I had no idea, mm-hmm. but like just watching it, you know, kind of now this ape is actually talking. Mm-hmm. Like he's evolved so much. Like I, I thought I, it's really powerful. Honestly, I would go check out that scene because that that scene kind of sums up the whole movie as far as like Caesar's struggle with you know against man mm-hmm. um, or certain men. You know, because not Rodman, but did you um did you not remember like no when you watched the movie? I didn't, I, oh. So full disclosure, I watched this movie probably no I didn't watch it in theaters, but I watched it shortly after like when it was on TV or something. Mm-hmm. So it's been a very long time since okay. I've seen it. Because I, I remember I watched parts of this movie whenever it was on TV. I never watched the whole thing. Um, and I just remember like him like being able to start talking. Yeah, so. that's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really cool to watch that. And like also like Malfoy's expression when he says, <laughs> No! And all the other monkey, all the other apes too. They're like, dang, who, who, get a load of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, well, yeah, so that would be my favorite part. Nice. All right. Nice. Okay. All right, best section. Here we go. Doesn't what pass. What scenes do not pass yeah. the vibe check? What does not pass the vibe check? Um, I'll start us off. So this being a movie about apes um, and us knowing that, like, monkeys and apes eat bananas, <laughs> um, we do not see a single scene of them eating a banana. Uh, we were close. Yeah, we they were, were at lunch one time, and there's a bunch of fruit on the table, but yeah. no bananas to be found. Yeah, we. I don't. I don't know. I'm, maybe, maybe they're telling us that. Oh, may, they don't only. It's a stereotype. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's a stereotype against monkeys against apes. Okay, yeah. but do apes eat monkeys? Or I mean, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> scratch that. Do, do apes, apes eat bananas, or is that just monkeys? Maybe it's just a monkey thing. Hmm. But we'll, we'll have to do some research. Yeah. But, yeah, no single banana was eaten. <laughs> no bananas were harmed in the making of this movie. <laughs> yeah, so that was my doesn't pass the vibe check. Yeah, and so my scene is very nitpicky, but when it comes to, like, germs and animals, I get very, like, if I touch a dog or something, I have to immediately wash my hands mm-hmm. before I touch anything yeah. else. I don't know. That's just me. So when, actually, this lunch scene where Rodman and Rodman's dad and Caesar are kind of, you know, chatting, you know, whatever... Uh, at the lunch table, uh, this is at the point in the movie where Rodman's dad's Alzheimer, it, it comes back. And so he doesn't know how to use the fork correctly. And so Caesar just kind of reaches over and repositions the fork in the dad's hands. And then this man, instead of getting a new fork, he eats off the fork that Caesar touched. I'm like, bro, you don't know where this ape's been. I mean, they kind of know where he's been because he's been in the house. But like, come on, he doesn't wash his hands. 
it, it, it really grinded my gears. <laughs> that I, that would not have been me at all. So yeah, that did not pass the vibe check for Dang. me. Other than that, though, I really couldn't find anything, so I had to kind of mm. nitpick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we'll move on to the rating of Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, I'll let you go first. What do you think? Yes. So we are going to rate this movie out of redwood trees. <laughs> so <laughs> I uh, I genuinely really like this movie. Um, I guess just because of the whole plot. Um, and then also, like, we get to see the good and bad um, of Caesar. Mm. Um, and so... For me, the rating would be 4.3. Yeah, pretty good rating. Dang, yeah. Movie. 4.3 out of... 5. Okay. Yeah. All right, big bet. <laughs> just making sure we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't know. I just really like this movie, and I'm just, like, super excited to see the next two movies um, and see what happens to the apes versus mankind. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's going to be interesting because this was kind of like a precursor but it's what i like about this one it's still like even though it's it's setting up a lot of other stuff it's still kind of its own thing like i don't know i I like that um so 4.3 not bad i'm gonna give it a little a little more of a tree i'm gonna do 4.31 out of 5 0.01 0.01 more than just so i can say i liked it better um Yeah, 4.31 out of 5 Redwood Trees. Just because I also liked Caesar's... He's the main character, so I kind of like his um, evolution throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Action was really good. As far as, like, on an action standpoint, even though it was limited in action, it made up for it throughout the other parts of the movie, just, Mm -hmm. like, with the plot. Right. And, you know, how Caesar's grown and how, you know, what Rodman's doing. All of it's Mm -hmm. still interesting. And it's a very quick movie, too. I think it's only, like, an hour and 45 minutes. Um, so there's no fluff. You know, it's, it's very, like, to the point. Um, Cinematography is pretty good. You know, I, there are some really good shots, especially with the action. Just kind of, like, seeing the, the apes, you know, monkey bar, mm-hmm. you know, under the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. And you get some tracking shots of parkour that uh, <laughs> Caesar's doing throughout the movie. So definitely yeah. really cool. CGI, really good for its time. Yeah, honestly, like it's 2011, mm-hmm. um, but Caesar just the they focused on him the most, obviously. But like, right. just the the effects that they have for Caesar is extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was bad CGI, they wouldn't have been able to pull off the emotion and like the feelings that Caesar and all of his expressions. Like I mentioned earlier, the expression that he gives after he kills Malfoy, mm-hmm. like they couldn't have accomplished that if it was bad CGI. Yeah. So kudos to them, and I'm sure it only gets better from here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely definitely an awesome... Uh, you know what? I'm going to move it. I'm going to go 4.41. Wow. Yeah, out of five Dang. redwood trees. Yeah, Dang. just talking about it right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely go check it out, guys. Yeah, so hopefully the next two movies will build upon live up to our ratings yeah i know we're pretty we're hyping it up a lot Mm. (laughs) um so last segment fun fact um this was also posted uh from our instagram where we ask you guys to submit a uh, question that we can discuss for the next podcast and so this was submitted by our good friend tiffany wong hey Uh, tiffany this is her third Third in a row, hat trick. Yeah, third, <laughs> third question that she has submitted to us. And so the question is, what is your new favorite song? Ooh, yeah. okay. Mason, uh, Yeah, I'll go start? first. 
So I, as you may know, I like the old school stuff. I don't <laughs> listen to the modern pop. I mean, I do sometimes. It's got to be really good, though. Mm-hmm. But I mostly deal with older stuff. And I've gotten into some kinky stuff. And by kinky stuff, I mean The Kinks, which is a band from the 60s and 70s. It's a British, uh, not punk rock, but just kind of revolutionary in the rock rock and roll days. Um, so there's a new, there's a song. It's not a new song, but it's new to me. Uh, I'm relatively new to the kinkdom. And so, <laughs> um, yeah, so this song is called Waterloo Sunset. Uh, I encourage you guys to go check it out. We can't play it on here uh, or we'll get sued by the kinks. I don't even know if they're still alive, but they'll probably sue us anyway. Uh, but yeah, definitely go check it out. Waterloo Sunset by the kinks. Uh, it'll make you feel, I don't know, it, it makes you feel good. It's, yeah, it's, it's nostalgia for a time a... that I was never alive for. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just, but it's, it's, it's more than that. It's like ephemeral and what are some other long words I can throw out that I don't know the meaning of. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, honestly, just go check it out. Just take my word for it. It's really good. Let nice. me know what you think. At me. Mm-hmm. At Mace I Am. Okay. On Instagram. Uh, so yeah. my, my favorite song, or favorite new song, um, it's one of the, I, I don't know how, how long the song has been released, but it's on Spotify's Today's Top Hits uh, playlist. Um, it is the Goose, it's a song called Goosebumps, and it's a remix. Um, Didn't R.L. Stein do it? <laughs> do Goosebumps? The author? Yeah, he made the song. No, it's the audiobook version. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's by Travis Scott, and then um, <laughs> our boy Travis Scott then, Burger, baby. And then I I would assume the the remix is by the artist H V M E. Yeah, oh, okay. he's a he's a EDM uh, remixer or just producer. Um, so. I am a uh, pretty big EDM type of person, um, and so he put a remix on Travis Scott. Or I think he might have made the song, and then Travis Scott like also sang with the song. But yeah, if you're into EDM, um, I would check out that song. I have a question: Is it tropical EDM? It's not tropical EDM. Ah, okay, that might be a deal breaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So yeah, bro, are we done? Yes, sir. Look at that. Fun fact. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, awesome movie. That was awesome. Yep. Uh, look forward to next week. We had a lot of fan comments about what you guys want to see us review. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll definitely be taking those into account. We'll be working on those in the coming weeks. Um, next week, we might have a smaller episode than normal. Uh, this is because my boy, Two Cups of Coffee, <laughs> will be out of town. So well, well. Next week we'll have a regular episode. Oh, it's so next week. Oh, the following the, week. The following week when I'm not here. Okay, just disregard what I said. But yeah, we're 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 gonna we're gonna have some interesting format changes in the future. Yeah. So next week full episode, and then the week after will be a more of a discussion slash debate, casual convo podcast. <laughs> uh, Steph Curry keeps getting thrown around we'll probably bring back travis scott uh, um mcdonald's mcdonald's oh you know what we could do we could, food review yeah i was gonna say we can do the uh the happy meals from mcdonald's we were literally thinking the same thing With the pokemon cards yeah we'll see what we get if they're still there they will be okay 
I, I got an in. I, got, I have somebody okay. who works. Yeah, okay. we, we can make that happen. Okay, but yes. So yeah, we got plenty of stuff in the pipeline. Um, thank you guys for engaging with us on Instagram. That's our main thing. Please tell other people about us. We want attention. <laughs> um, make sure to follow, like, subscribe, engage with us on our story. Um, we'll definitely be putting this out on Sunday. Um, obviously, you're listening to it. So we, oh no. <laughs> All right, disregard. I'm drunk. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you know, guys, be fun, be safe, be happy, live life. Um, yeah. Just say no. Just say just no. Just say no, just like just Caesar. Just say no, like Caesar. Just say no to drugs, <laughs> you know, guys. You know it. Uh, Alex, have anything to say? Um, that pretty much sums up our podcast. Uh, thank you guys for our, our engagement on Instagram. Um, we will be posting more things like that. So check us out on our stories. Yeah. All right, let's go get some food. I'm hungry. Okay. I'm angry. All right, catch you guys on the flip. Yep, see you guys.